This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. Last time we talked about birthing and weaning, we talked about fences and kangaroos and geese, because we were talking with Rita from Melbourne, just outside Melbourne, in Australia. And we were talking alpacas, because that's what alpaca people do. So this is the second part of our conversation. So this time we talked more about things like showing and shearing. I'm always pleasantly surprised that fellow alpaca owners have similar learning journeys to mine. One of the good things about that is that we can learn from each other. I hope you enjoy and I hope you learn. It's been an interesting time, hasn't it, with the the whole kind of lockdown, the pandemic. Thing. Are, are, you, yes. are you still in lockdown at the moment or...? So um, here, what happens is when there is an outbreak. So our government is not allowing people to travel overseas mm. freely, let's say. You need to have a, a good reason to go overseas mm. um, or then to come to Australia and, you need, and things like that. And, and there's quarantine, you know, mm. in hotels and things. So there's been some outbreaks from the quarantining hotels. So I live in the state of Victoria and we had one a few weeks back mm. and the whole state, you know, went into the lockdown right. because it was a really uh, bad variant. Mm. I think it was the Delta, yes. Yeah. And um, so what happens is uh, the schools, they went on remote learning, which I love, by the way, because I work in a school. <laughs> and um, yeah. when it's remote learning, um, you know, it's learning from home, which means I can spend more time with the alpacas. So, uh, so when it comes to lockdown, uh, for me, I actually, <laughs> it's very selfish, but I, I love it because um, that means it doesn't really affect me that much. Um, I'm here at home. I can do my work from home and, and um, I can go and, you know, have lunch with the alpacas and yeah. spend more time and it cuts the commuting yeah. and all of that. I sell my yarn online, mm. so that's okay. Um, it does affect, though, giving people, you know, practical you know, advice. Yes. And I think it's so important when you're starting and also going through your alpaca journey to go to other farms and learn how they do it. Um, and some farms um, offer, you know, workshops. Yeah. So, you know, husbandry workshops and those sort of things. Um, so that's what I miss, um, mm. I think. So the reason here, uh, we are part of the Australian Alpaca Association. Mm. Um, so some parts of Australia, so some states where there's not many cases of COVID and things. They've been able to open up more than other states. They've been running, you know, workshops and things like that, uh, you know, face-to-face. Sure, yeah, that'd be good. Did I, did I see some pictures of you at, at a show? Yeah, oh, yes. Wow. Yes. Sorry, I I no, 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 I was right. Oh, I hadn't forgotten. How exciting was that? <laughs> we went to our first show wow. after, um, I don't know, two years, I think. Um, so that was a that was a whole a whole um, yeah look podcast episode, Steve. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, showing after a big break is almost like your first show, yes. you know. Because we're going, 
I thought I had everything, uh, you know, prepared. Um, now, this show is actually, it was three and a half hours from home. So it's the longest one that we've traveled to because I hate, you know, traveling mm. with the alpacas and things. So we, we had to wake up at 4 a.m. <laughs> uh, the things we do for our alpacas. Oh, the things we do. And we're like, why are we doing this? Seriously? Why did we enter? We shouldn't have entered. And, you know, we're having a discussion and driving and it's like, oh, this is ridiculous. And, you know, but when you get there, you go, oh, it's, it's great that we came. It's mm. really good that we came, you know. But the funny thing is the night before, my partner and I, I'm sort of, um, I'm organised but sometimes not organised enough and I should have looked for things way ahead. But I thought I'm just going to look for our, you know, clothing the night before. And in Australia, for alpaca shows, you have to wear certain clothing. They don't allow you just to, um, you know, show up in a <laughs> <laughs> in a pink dress or something like that. You need to wear either a white coat, right, over your clothing, or a black, uh, like a black shirt and black trousers and, and things like mm. that, which looks nice, you know. Yeah. Um. So where's the where are our clothes? We <laughs> we couldn't find them. Oh my goodness! And we spent about two hours in the evening trying to find the clothing, and and my partner was yelling at me. I was yelling at him. And where did you put it? Oh, I told you, you should have been. And then, well, I found my shirt was in his wardrobe. Of course, um, <laughs> of course. And he goes, "Oh, I must have picked it up, uh, thinking it was my shirt." Anyhow, so we found the clothing, and it was all good. But it was so good to go back to showing. Mm. And how did you do? It was. It, I mean, it was good to be part of it anyway. But did, yes, yes, you, it's, it's good to be part of it. I didn't know how. You didn't. You didn't win. We didn't. Uh, well, we the girls. It's it, so it's all about um, you know the alpacas. Sure. Um, so we we took three girls. So each girl got a ribbon. Very well done. Yay! Um, so that was good. That was good. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's a. <clears throat> I've decided. I think after after much reflection. <laughs> <laughs> that I haven't got the right temperament for showing. It's not not so much the alpacas. It's me. It's very stressful. We've we've never really gone into. I've, we've been to some shows, but we've we've not, part, uh, not entered shows. Not not to show ourselves. Um, I, it's also the same challenge that that you've got in terms of the travelling distance. Because from from where we are, tucked away down down in, down in West Wales, almost um, th th there aren't. You have to go a long way to get to the shows. Um, there is a, a Welsh alpaca show, which unfortunately had its first meeting, had its first first event um, the year before COVID. And then last year it oh. had to be cancelled. And then I'm not sure what's happening this year yet. It's a bit too early. So we, we'll, we'll see. But they're trying to do a Welsh, subject, which is really exciting, seeing, seeing who was coming and what was, was happening there. But uh, no, it's, yes. it's a challenge. Those, those drafts. <laughs> those drafty big sheds um so oh, oh freezing exactly freezing i uh, i always seem to be obviously it's probably better yes. that way for the alpacas but yeah. even so it's uh, yeah. it's a challenge but yeah no so it's a, it's an interesting thing if you can get along to a show i think it's it's a good experience and and so so the way the, the judges explain yes. yes what they're looking for the kind of things mm. that that they why they've picked one over the other etc yeah. uh, you can you can learn a lot from from that kind of time that's right yes yeah. yes and also from the confirmation point of view and how your animals mm. like you know how they compare in terms of are they 
you know, sometimes I think, are my animals too big or too small? And, mm. and you know, when you go to a show and you put them beside other animals, um, it's a good way to, to see how you're going. And I think the confirmation is so important for the health yes. of the alpaca. So we tend, you know, so fleeces, of course, it's important, but the confirmation needs to be there, yeah. which is their body structure, you know, how they yeah, put yeah, together. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. Fit, fit for purpose. So, That's they, it. Yeah. you know, some, some people prefer lighter boned or heavier boned, um, but then it needs to be, the bones need to be of sufficient size to carry the weight of the size of the animal. Yes. Particularly for females to be able to cope with the extra weight of carrying a, a, a creator term. So there, there's some practicalities of, mm-hmm. it's not just they look the right part, but they're actually fit for purpose. They actually yeah. are doing the work of supporting a healthy animal. So I think that's right. It's the confirmation yeah, is, yeah. is important. And you're right, seeing seeing animals lined up, you can kind of go, oh, this is that that one, this one, that one. Different to mine, mm-hmm. but I can see why that one is being picked out over the other one that, that didn't win, because actually this is a characteristic that's 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 better, whether it's the the way the legs are or the mm-hmm. proportions. Yeah, but they are all they are all different, of course. Yeah. They're all different. They are, they are. Yes. Of course, you haven't got the character. That that bit doesn't come into it oh, you know, when, when you're doing the showing. I know. You know if, if you had a show that was on, based on, yes. on on who was the most interesting character oh, in terms of alpacas, yes, that yes. would be a completely different show, wouldn't it? I know. So have you got some that stand out, some of yours? Oh, mine. Yes, I've got huh. – it's funny you're saying that because I was talking to another alpaca person and I can't remember who it was. It was a female. I, I remember that. But she was saying, we should have a show – based on their character rather than the fleas. It's just the character. Not just my idea then. No, yes, someone <laughs> else mentioned that to me. So I've got one. Oh, it's hilarious. One day I'll do a, a compilation of um, her farts. So this girl, <laughs> <laughs> she is very gassy. <laughs> I don't know why. Right. But she yeah. does the most amazing farts, and um, it's usually when she's going to scratch. Yeah. Um, she's going to lift the back leg to do a scratch yeah. um, or when she's dust bathing. Um, so she's the farty girl. Yeah. And I've got another girl. Uh, so this is one that we took to the show. She would not go to the toilet, you know, wee or poo inside the float. Yeah. Um, she would not do it in the pen, but as soon as we took her out of the pen and she was walking around, yeah. she would wee right. and poo. So that was really interesting. <laughs> yeah. That was really interesting. And then I've got another girl. Um, she's an older girl on the farm, and she's very chatty. So, um, you know, she's always humming and, and that sort of stuff. And then um, – so, look, they're all different, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah. And do you, do yeah. you find it gets passed down – the generations that that the career take on some of the yeah. I think some of that it might be learned, but I think some of it is definite. I mean, when, when we did the shearing this year, there was some. Oh yes, you are the the daughter of your your mother. This yeah. is yeah. such. It's the same. There was one of the one of the youngsters, one of the career that we we were shearing, and she was she decided she she started to scream, but tiny little voice and t- <laughs> this high high kind of kind of. I oh, was really really funny, but I thought, oh yes. Next year, yes. you're going to yes, be just like yes. your mother, and I, I don't know why it is. Yes. Some of them just just they 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 really don't like the the process, and others just kind of okay, that's what you're doing. That's get on with it, yes. <laughs> and they're they're really quiet, and they they just 
Yeah. You see, I find it fascinating that you shear your animals. And I've talked to my partner and I said, we should learn how to shear. I would love to. Mm. Um, it gives you a bit of, I mean, I know it's very, very, um, it's a skill and you need to practice. Yeah. It's very demanding on your body, mm. but it's something that I'd like to learn. But at the same time, I don't want to injure the animals. <laughs> I know. I, wanna, oh, I hate it every. I hate it every time there's any anything. Little cuts of things that, that yes. you do. Oh, it's yeah. just horrible. Um. So last time was it last year? I can't remember. But the shearer, um, because I was talking to the shearer. He's amazing. You know the guy that we get. Mm. And I was talking about learning how to shear. You know how long did it take you and that sort of stuff. Anyhow, he goes here. You know, hold it. Try it. <laughs> and he goes, no. and I was like, ah! and um, and the animal was there, and it took me, which I thought was like a whole hour, just to go with the clippers over once one thing, and I thought, oh my goodness, how do people do it? I was just so scared. I, and I, it is it is stressful. You do you, you do end up wringing wet from from the sweat, yeah. um, not of the effort so much as the stress of 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 trying. To do it right yeah. and try not to hurt the animal, yeah. but it, it it's the numbers then. Okay. It's the repetition. Yeah. Once you once you get work, you worked out. You know where do you start? Which leg? Whereabouts? Yes. Which direction you're going? Mm-hmm. Once you've got the and then you can and then you build the thing in the flow and then you know this point. Mm-hmm. This I'm coming towards something. This is a problem. Mm. I need to I need to be careful. I need to be much more aware what's happening because different animals seem to have more wrinkles in different places, yes, yes. Uh, particularly at the, at the top of the leg as it joins the body There's at the front. Mm-hmm. The, some of the animals have a lot more. So you can't just assume that you're going to be able to sweep past and, and not, not catch them. So there are some points and, and you change direction and, and it, it's totally different then. Mm-hmm. So there's a few little things like that that you need to, to learn yeah. from experience that, that there's there's a better way of doing it. and you watch people and I, I watched a video there's a, a video clip on on our packet chat mm-hmm. uh on on facebook mm-hmm. which watching this guy i think I th- i'm not sure there was two teams i'm not sure which one was was being videoed but someone coming coming in from new zealand and he comes in and does because mm-hmm. for the larger numbers it you really need someone who's who's geared up for yeah. for that i mean we we do ours and we can oh it's raining this afternoon fine we'll just stop well if you've got someone who's come to do your animals, they have to kind of be able to to yeah. do the whole lot. Yeah. You do learn over time. Yes. And do you shear on a table or do you do it on the floor? My, my back tells me we need to investigate tables more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we have looked at it. We have thought about it. Um, some of the early stages, they didn't seem to be as practical. And I'm thinking, also, I like the idea but th- I'm not sure that's going to work. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so we use, we do a mat on on the floor, and it's easier that way. But some of the times you look at what you know, getting an animal to stand up against a, a thing and then just tipping mm-hmm. potentially is easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a one person job anyway. No. So having, I mean, my wife and I, so we we do them, but you could really do with a third person, but not all the time. Yeah. So sometimes you end up with a spare a spare person who's not really feeling like they're doing very much, but they, they are key at certain points. Yeah. But if you've got a, a nice flow of activity, you can actually make use of that. Mm-hmm. And people say, oh, how long does it take to do an animal? Well, what are we talking about? Yeah. From, from when you when you take hold of them or to bring them into the, the area where you're doing the shearing and to, to control them yeah. and to get them settled and to get the, the, the ropes on and then to get them down and then to 
and this is long it can take quite a while before you even get your shears turned on exactly um and then you got your shears turned on and then you got that bit and then there are certain oh what's happened here and and what am i finding and this bit takes a bit longer and the little ones oh, you'd, you'd expect because they're small yes. it's gonna be dead quick yeah well yeah but well they are smaller but <laughs> but the shears don't fit in quite the same way <laughs> they work fine for a big animal but but there are some bits particularly if you've got to go between legs and, and various things mm. they're so small proportionally and you just get yeah i end up being really really careful mm-hmm. which takes a bit longer yeah um yeah. so so it the smaller the animal doesn't necessarily mean it's quicker. It's quicker. Yes. But, uh, yeah. But it's it's yeah. No, it's it is it is good. Um, but it it is hard work. Yeah. And you need you need enough of the equipment and the the setup, um, to. But you you learn the more you do the the, the more experience you get, mm-hmm. the easier it flows. The first one's always a nightmare. They they um each season. <laughs> I never I never feel very satisfied that it's a very good. A very good finish. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you you get back into the swing of it again yeah. quite quickly. So yes. yeah, that's cool. But certainly, certainly helping. You know, going in—that's uh, one thing people could do—is to go and help yes. with somebody else and learn learn from watching and 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 doing. Um, and and like you did, having a go, um, but with somebody who who knows what they're doing yes. around you. Yes. I, I don't think it's the kind of thing to just have a go by oh, yourself. No, no. Um, so I went on a, a course and, and that was really helpful mm-hmm. to have done that. Mm-hmm. And then you went with a b- bunch of other people who are our packer owners and you're, ex- you know, you're, you're kind of exchanging and, and watching and, yeah. and doing and all that kind of stuff. So it's, yeah, but it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. it seems to be one of those skills that's in demand. It is in demand, isn't so. it? And I wish more young people would yeah. go into alpaca shearing. It's like sheep shearing, but it's not. It's not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I found, I don't know if it's me, but I found that the really good alpaca shearers that I've met, they have alpacas yeah. as well. So so they understand the animal, um, and that's what I like. I, d- I don't like someone just there just for the job. I like someone that understands the animal. and Something to think about. Yes, something to think about. But it's funny because I work as a, as a careers uh, counsellor. That's my day job. Mm. And I'm very, um, you know, clear not to convey any bias, you know, towards certain things when I'm talking to the students. But I can't help it when there's a student that, that's interested in agriculture <laughs> or, uh, or animals or something. And I, and I just I, I just put it out there. I said, you, did you know there's a shortage of alpaca shearers <laughs> in Australia? <laughs> uh, but no one has been yeah. interested in that yet, so... Yeah. No, not yeah. so far. Yeah, there we go. Excellent. So, yeah, stay well. Thank you, Steve. You too. And, yes. Uh, All right, Steve. Have right. a good day. Okay. Bye. Take care. Bye, and you too. Bye. So, thanks, Rita. So good to have you on the podcast. That's Rita Suarez from Campo Verde Alpacas. Last time we talked about the Zoom call, and I gave a shout out to Billy, Katrina, Lena. Sorry, I mispronounced your name last time. Lena. And, well, there was also Ruby, but poor old Ruby didn't make it onto the call because it was too late or too early. It was commitment. They they took the time out to join the call and it was uh, it meant they have to get up in the middle of the night to do so. So thank you so much for being there. It was really, really appreciated. So I think we probably will do another Zoom call, but... Well, why don't you let me know? If you want me to do another Zoom call, drop me a line to steve at 
alpacatribe.com and we can organise that. Okay, that's all we've got time for this week. Hope to see you again soon. And if you can, go spend some time with an alpaca and smile. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hedrington. Have a great day.